0: I'm Joe Leo with your Play-by-Play Network Sports Minute. Tom Brady has retired. Again. This time, supposedly for good. I don't buy it. Not yet, at least. Not until it's week one of the regular season and Brady is just like the rest of us, watching on the couch. Or he's participating in his next venture, being the number one analyst on Fox. More on that in a moment. The main reason I don't believe Brady this time around is because of last year. That was supposed to be it. Then 40 days later, he decided that he still had that competitive itch. Whether that itch was aided by the pettiness of not being able to be the main source of his retirement tour, or the sense of loyalty he had towards Tampa Bay, or simply that he just had the itch to try for one more Lombardi. Either way, he upended his life to give it one more go. Why would this time be different? There are more options for Brady to step in right away and be the difference maker that he has been so often in his 23 year career maybe that competitive itch could be replaced by the lucrative broadcasting deal with Fox if he devotes his life to it, if his new craft is in the booth. I'm excited to see if he can reach the levels of John Madden, but I'm more skeptical, and I think he's going to end up more like, say, Joe Montana. All-time players don't usually become all-time broadcasters. But if there's one chance to flip that script will be the greatest quarterback of all time best of luck in your retirement Tom Brady I'm happy you won't be terrorizing my jets anymore For the play-by-play network I'm Joe Leo This should be played at high volume you are listening Not us grind hours podcast
1: you can either have the money
0: and the hammer or you can walk out of here you can't have both recording this just after 11 o'clock on february 2nd 2023 thursday february 22nd welcome hello and welcome to the grind hours podcast joining me now i wish it was on a different day though is the founder of the co of the uh, sports hit list, Carl Kalange. Carl? I'm still sore from the uh, from the butt whoop the Celtics handed the the Nets last night. That it's that's one of those butt whoopings that you know if growing up you couldn't sit down for like three days. That's one <laughs> that's what the Celtics did to to the Nets. It, it was uh, horrible, horrible. But
1: what, listen, I, I'll say, well, thank you for having me. I, you know, it's always a pleasure to be on your show, man. Uh, we always have a good vibe and good time. Um, am I surprised? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this though: uh, so fellow Celtics fans, they need to get over it, right? This entire Kyrie situation of Kyrie, like it's it's been what four years since he was a Celtic. Like yeah. we just got to let it. We, we got to let it go at this point. It's just it's it's come on, like the guy doesn't it's over like it's like he's moved on it's time we move on too. like i don't know what we're still holding on to to every time he gets the ball that we boo him i mean it's like come on are we really still doing this There, there's 2023 it's building,
0: like, say again there's people in that building that took him seriously when he said he wanted to be a I got over, for it, life. over it and the I, reason why 11's up in the rafters it, it, when you I'm say old, like, that to that organization we, we gotta that's let it different. go
1: we have to let it go. It's all, like it's like we're still booing him, four years later. It's like, come on, just let it go now. Like, come on, I really like just, as a Yankee
0: fan, I will boo Jose Altuve until the end of time. So I understand what Celtic fans are going through in that sense. And if if you were if they were, if you were a Charlotte Hornets fan and he did that to Charlotte fine let it go you don't really have that rich history you're the boston celtics for goodness sake carl come on i'm sorry man.
1: i i find stuff like the focus is the championship the focus is cheering on this team they're having an incredible season jason tatum's having an mvp year why are we still worried about what Kyrie thinks and what he's doing i don't care uh, like, I, maybe, I agree
0: with you on that at some point it's like i,
1: I get the pettiness because i'm king petty myself but at some point i'm kind of just like i got over it like i'm over it now like i don't like i wish him all the luck he's doing great in brooklyn um, I got over it when we swept them. Like I, not even just when we swept them last year, but I just got over it after a point in time when we realized that we kept beating them. I'm like, all right, there's no point in us to do this anymore. So
0: it's ten straight, by the way. I feel counting. like I'm watching. I feel like I'm watching Jets Pats. I feel like it's <laughs> the middle of of December again instead of the middle of, of the beginning of February. So speaking of the Nets, we will start there. And my big thing is, do you trust these Nets? Because I'm not saying they're a paper tiger, but the foundation that is built as a Net fan, it's rickety at best. Because do you still trust Kyrie, KD coming off of an injury, that surrounding cast is hot and cold? I mean, just like any surrounding cast, but do you trust this Nets team as a whole when they are whole?
1: Uh, yes, because when they were a hole, you guys went, what, on a winning streak, you know, Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. it's always, that, that always happens to you. It's like Kevin Durant seems to get into an injury and it puts a halter to your season. So it, I think it happened to you last year, if not the year before, right? Where Kevin Durant was smoking. It was out last year. Yeah. It was an MVP candidate and he got hurt around the same, he got hurt around March, which was kind of just like, okay, Kevin Durant, KD got hurt, you know? So I think, um, you know, with Kevin, with anytime you have a Kevin Durant and a Kyrie Irving, you still have a fighter's chance and you're a top four seed in the Eastern conference, it's going to come down to those, one of those four to win it. So why not put your name in the hat? As long as everyone's healthy. Um, I think you guys honestly have a fighter's chance. because again, Kevin Durant, look, he was an MVP candidate before he went down and, and Kyrie Irving put everything behind him with, you know, anti-Semitic, all that stuff got put away. Kyrie Irving is a top player in the league when he's healthy and he's on He's on. So I I like my chances. And the fact that you got rid of Steve Nash, which was definitely one of your problems. Jacques Vaughn has done a great job. I think he still has the interim tag, right? He's not even a a full, like he's not even your new coach. He's
0: technically the head coach because he's signed through the end of next season. Right. But But yeah, the minute that Adoka becomes available, I think Vaughn is gone and Adoka's back. I don't know if you guys
1: want to go down that route and still have him available because he still has the back. I think they want to stay away from that. But I think Vaughn has done a great job. So to answer your original question, you do have a chance. Like, you guys have a fighter's chance, for sure.
0: This, if this summer the Nets fall short, I hope they don't, but if they fall short of a title and Adoka is available because he worked on that staff, because he knows Katie and Kyrie, that's the only reason why the Nets are interested, is because he's already he was already on the staff, and the two-star players have a relationship with him, and they like him. It's the only reason. I think he gets that job, but... The only reason why I'm dubious of their chances is because of Kyrie. Exactly what you said. If he's focused on basketball, yes, he is one of the best players on the planet. He is probably the best ball handler I've ever seen in my lifetime. But that, Wait, he's been focused, he, though. He's been focused for right, the most part. But around now, it's kind of like, hmm, is he going to go on a birthday party? Is he going to run for city council next week? You know... Is he going to tweet out another thing that's going to get him in trouble? It's been too long. I, I, I. This relationship with Kyrie is going on three years now, so I, I'm pretty well versed, and you are you are as well having him on your squad for a while. You're pretty well versed in Kyrie Irving, and
1: yeah, I, and he, and again, listen, the first season he was with us, he led us to we had the first or the second best record until he got hurt. Right. And I said, I, I once we got the trade, I was like, I'm not too sure about it because he's very injury prone, and he proved me right. He got hurt, but the, he was fine. He was fine with us that first, uh, 2017-2018 year, the year we took the Cavs to Game Seven, Jason Tatum's rookie year. Um, you when know, Tatum Kyrie dunk, led us uh, to, like LeBron. Take him? yeah. When yeah. on LeBron, right? Yeah, he. We were fine that year, you know, and and even though he went out, we went to Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals to uh, to the Cavs and lost. I thought we thought we had it, you know, with Kyrie. I thought we had it. Um, but he got hurt. And then the following year is when the problem started to arise, where he said he was making comments and he was, you know, um, I guess it wasn't getting along. There was friction between who's There were a lot of teams, a lot of players were on contract years, So they were trying to outshine each other in a sense. And you had too many alphas on that team. You had Terry Rozier, Marcus Morris, you know, Gordon Hayward was coming back into the mix because he's coming off his injury. There were a lot of there was only one. There was only a position for one small forward and we had three. And Tatum, Brown, right. and, 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 and Horford. And you had Kyrie in the mix as well. And not, not Tatum, Brown, and Horford. You had Tatum, Brown, and, and Hayward. So I think it did. It ended up not working out. And then he made the comments about, you know, like you said, wanting to stay, and then he didn't stay. So I've dealt with it. But again, he's playing well right now. There's no drama. So when there's no is drama he for mama, he's playing well, right? Huh?
0: Is he an all-star?
1: He is. He started. He's on the start. Yeah, he started. He made the all-star team. He got voted in.
0: That's like Harden last year yeah, getting MVP votes. After he wore the fat suit, said, I want nothing to do with Houston, got exactly what he wanted and traded traded to Brooklyn, playing like a, an MVP candidate, and everyone's like, wait a minute, he's going to actually win the MVP award? It, yeah, from yeah where Kyrie Irving's got voted. I believe Kyrie's started. a starter. Yeah, I think Kyrie's That's, a starter.
1: Yeah, he's a starter, yeah.
0: From where his season started, which we didn't even know if he was going to play in the league again, based on the trajectory of that week to now, it's astonishing. Astonishing. Yeah, yeah.
1: but like, like I said, once Kyrie is playing, when he's playing well, he's playing. When 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 there are no outside distractions, when he's not talking to the media and talking to us, he's fine. he's fine. He's fine. He's a great player. He's fine. Oh, when he's not health, when he's healthy too, he's been healthy too. You know, like you have to give him credit when he plays. When he plays well, and he plays, you know, when he's on, he's on there's nothing you can say about that honestly
0: i would have loved i would love to ask him you know who in your corner made you get right and focus because he it (laughs) clear he clearly is thinking about his legacy now somebody clearly got in his corner and said do you really want to be member nothing has come up honestly
1: something has to come up you know the whole film thing came up someone found like i think there was a big misunderstanding with that i thought it was Everything that happened with that was unnecessary. I thought it was way too much for us to get into with it. It was it was too much. It was way too much. So, again, I think, you know, Kyrie is his own person. He's different. He's not, I guess, built like everybody else. We should be able to respect who he is and his opinions. Uh, I just think we need to, you know, move forward and pass it and just play some basketball,
0: honestly. Yeah, but you know how this thing works. Like, Bill Walton, like, he, he's a great player, but he's remembered as just this dude who gets stoned and, and does – commentary for espn at at like 10 o'clock at night eastern time yeah do you does Kyrie want to be remembered as the clown that was only remembered for the off the court stuff
1: i don't know that's for him to determine that's for him to decide i I don't think so i think you Mm. know he's he's a champ. he's an nba champion he's a multiple time all-star i think right i I, I don't think he cares about what his legacy i mean I, i don't think he cares because it got to a point where Kyrie didn't even want to play basketball anymore Right. So it's like you know, like so. I don't think he really cares, but he's playing it because he loves it and he's having fun doing it. I said, "There's," a, I think there's a lot of layers to him that people will never understand. Um,
0: I don't think he understands some of the layers. Say it again. I don't think he understands some of. He those does. Layers.
1: He does. He does. He's just misunderstood, and I think we just have to a lot just let Kyrie do Kyrie. And if it's too much for the Nets, it's simple: trade him.
0: <laughs> I based on where even the season started from him wanting out to him flirting with the Lakers for five minutes to
1: <laughs> flirting with the Lakers.
0: that was That's the, cute. <laughs> the tweet we well, he did. He was in LA getting wined and dined by, by the, the Lakers brain trust. But <laughs> to the tweet, to his suspension to now, I did not think he was going to be doing what he's doing, especially in Brooklyn. Mm. Am I, Happy when he's focused on basketball and just playing basketball because he loves it? Absolutely, I am. Because he's he is an all-star. He is one of the most talented players in the league. Mm-hmm. He's just now, he's in the point where he's now carrying the team. And I it, that is a position I never thought I would be in with him. But speaking of the team as a whole, the Nets have been rumored to be buyers at the deadline. I have no idea what the heck they're going to trade because the the cupboard that they have to, the trade from, is pretty much all but bare. Mm-hmm. We're in Lakers territory with the Nets, I think, trading picks in 28, 29, and 30. Six years down the road, which KD and Kyrie are going to be distant memories six years from now, based mm-hmm. on the NBA. Mm-hmm. Would you go down that road to try to win a title this year? Or would you, I mean, I I really don't know what on earth they could do to trade because they don't have any, they could trade that Philly pick, but then they're without a pick for I think four years based on the swaps with Houston.
1: Listen, here's what I think. I think it's now or never because they're getting older. Kevin Durant is older, you know, so is Kyrie. They're older. So it's a matter of the iron is, you're still fourth. That's still a, a good positioning to
0: be in. We're really third. Again, I don't believe in Philly. I don't okay, believe in so Philly. Fine.
1: So you're third, right? Could you, I, I had this conversation on the Hitler show last night on the, on the court where we're thinking about, you know, what teams need to really strike, make a strike. I don't know. I don't know what's needed. I don't know what you need to get you over the hump that can get you. I don't know what's available. I mean, I heard the Zach Levine talks. Um, we talked about Portland with Dane, but you know, you're not going to trade for Dane like that. He plays Kyrie's right. position, Right. So that's, that doesn't make any sense. You have to figure out what you need. Do you have any? First of all, you have to look when you're looking into trade, you have to look at okay, what are the team's needs? This is how I right. say, what are your needs versus what are my wants? It's a matter of, well, if this player becomes available and we can get him because he just overall makes us better, do we go for that? Or do we go for our team something that we need? Or are we just going to stand pat with what we have? You know, does that, does, do you need, is what you need available out there? I don't I know if do do need another big man to go alongside Claxton. Do you need another I support? Do, do you need another wing? You know, is that wing available in the trade talks? That's what you have to figure out. If you, there's a wing available, you go for it. You also have to look at, in terms of needs, who are the teams you may run into in the playoffs that, you know, in terms of that, in terms of matchups. Because we know the playoffs come down to matchups and health, right? So you're going to run into, clearly, you have Boston, you have Milwaukee and Philly. Those are the top teams that you you probably, chances are, may be concerned about. Who's going to be guarding Giannis? Who's going to be guarding Tatum and Brown? With the, like again, you have to assess what are your needs versus. Hey, if you hear, God forbid, I don't know. I'm saying, let's say Luca's available. Are you going to mortgage everything for Luca to get, bring him in? I don't oh, know. Absolutely. Or I, I think I, I think there are a lot of other teams that are thinking. I thought I saw on your list. Are they mortgaging? You know, are they ready to sell? What are they selling? Right. That's, that's to
0: determine. So there's three players that come in there there is well I don't really know who the backup big is but there are two other wings that I have my eye on the Nets definitely need a Giannis stopper you know, Giannis
1: stopper that's what <laughs> they luck. need
0: people had you know in the in the west they had Shaq stoppers in the early 2000s never worked Nets, right but I think well, look Blake Griffin held his own against Giannis for a game and a half all right he did if we have a I big yeah, sure. where the like that. Yeah. only thing that his job is to do is to foul Giannis six times and get a couple of rebounds and just make life hell for him for 40 minutes, that's all I want a guy to do in a playoff series against Giannis. Is it taxing? Sure. But I want someone who's going to sign up for that. That's what we need in the big. Because we do need a backup big outside of Claxon.
1: Well, it's a matter yeah, of who's available. Like You have to for- right around and see who's available. Yeah.
0: The other two are Bogdanovich in Detroit and Detroit's in the Wemby sweepstakes. So they're definitely selling at the deadline. Mm-hmm. And Jay Crowder.
1: because Jay Crowder is available. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big wing. Yeah. He's not even, he's not even, he's not even like active and they still have him home. See, Phoenix has a home, which I don't know what the hell they're doing with that.
0: Well, because I don't think he wants to play for them anymore. And which is insane that he's still getting paid his entire salary. He's, Sitting home. Well, right, yeah, he's an L.A. I agree. fitness. And you know, I love up. Jay
1: Crowder. Jay Crowder is a great pickup. He's great defensively. He's a nice wing. He can hit a spot-up three when you need it. I love Jay Crowder. I had him on my team. I love him. I think he's a, a vet.
0: Pickup. Huh? He's a vet with playoff experience. Absolutely. Who's been to the finals two years ago.
1: Right. Who, no, fair, fair, fair. Yeah, absolutely. He, he's been who, a journeyman, too, but he's been there.
0: I believe played next to LeBron in a playoff series and played against LeBron. Was he on those Celtics teams, that 17-18 that Celtics team? He was.
1: Yeah, he was. I think he – would. no, I think he got traded – he went with the Isaiah Thomas trade. So he wasn't with Kyrie. He got traded Okay, for Kyrie. He was in that Kyrie package that went to Cleveland. So okay. he was on the team that was the Isaiah that, Thomas Celtics he was on.
0: Right, okay. But he went to the finals with LeBron in that 18 – he was against on LeBron. the floor – he was going okay gotcha, gotcha yeah gotcha. he was in
1: miami he was he was in the miami
0: bubble bubble yeah, run yeah, yeah, he, was, yeah. he was
1: in miami then yeah
0: yeah okay okay i got my jay crowder career correct so yeah. that's another guy yeah I jay love. crowder
1: is a, i forgot about him he's a great pickup he is a great pickup But he's been home he hasn't played basketball since last year so i mean he could be a little bit rusty but he hasn't played organized basketball for you for almost a year now Going that's almost.
0: Now. listen get him into conditioning Get him whatever. Yeah, hey, I don't know
1: what I don't know what Phoenix is going on there. Like I I completely forgot about. It. Like yeah, he's he he would be a great pickup for you, honestly.
0: Let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll come back with a recurring segment that Carl is playing for the first time. Back after this.
1: You know, a lot can happen in seven minutes, and luckily, that's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Califato, and I'm the creator of Seven Minute Stories. I'm proud to partner with Evergreen Podcasts. And I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm gonna take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style, and together we're gonna to try to make sense of the world, all through the art of storytelling and all in approximately seven minutes.
0: SeaGeek is the number one ticket app for buying and selling tickets. Sports fans, music fans, comedy fans, theater fans, fans of tickets. Use my code GRINDHOUR to get into the building to get yourself a seat. Again, that's code GRINDHOUR at checkout for $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app one more time. Code GRINDHOUR, that's G-R-I-N-D-H-O-U-R at checkout. Right in the first half, we went over my Nets, a Kyrie situation that's really storybook. It it really is someone's writing a storybook for for this NBA season, and Kyrie is one of the main characters, because his (laughs) his just redemption story is, again, astonishing. Mm. But now it's time for another Grind Hour's version of Toss Up, which is a ripoff of the PTI segment. And Carl, I got three questions for you to end the pod. The first one has to do with your number one seed, Boston Celtics. The question is, which number one seed do you trust more, the Boston Celtics or the Denver Nuggets?
1: Oh, that's easy. I trust my own team because clearly we uh, are, I trust my own team because we've been there before. Denver hasn't. You know, and that's the thing I think people don't trust is you you'd rather go with what you know than what you don't know. Denver hasn't been there. Don't not to take anything away from how they're playing. The Celtics have been there before. And I'm biased. You're asking a Celtics fan. What do you think I'm gonna ah, say? That's,
0: that's why I'm <laughs> asking the question. I want your bias to come out. I want the green to pull through a little bit.
1: Of course, absolutely. I'm going with my team. Hands down, no question.
0: I'm going the other way, not just for the sake of argument's sake. The reason that's why okay. I love Watching Denver, love it. It, I love everyone around Jokic. I'm a little biased because Bruce Brown's out in Denver. I wish he was still, but still here in Brooklyn. But Bones Highland is awesome. Jamal Murray is getting back into the swing yeah, of things and yeah. getting closer and closer to Bubble Murray, which every NBA <laughs> super fan Bubble Murray he said Bubble Murray. Every NBA super fan's like, can we get 2020 Jamal Murray back? Like, can, please. And also Porter's kind of a decent player and Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon career Renaissance in Denver.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I feel like Aaron Gordon was like what happened with Blake Griffin a couple of years ago where it's like, Whoa, you're still this good. You, you didn't, you weren't just wasting away in Orlando for years on end. You're actually still good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Chicago
0: got the wrong big. They should have got Aaron Gordon instead of Vucevic, but I really like lo- and Jokic. I mean, Jokic, is it any discussion that he's the best player in the league? As great as Tatum is, Tatum's probably one a along with Giannis. But what Jokic can do, it's like he's playing a video game. Some nights,
1: he's yeah. I mean, listen, I, I, I as much as I want to agree with you, I, I, like I said, nothing to take away from Denver. But like I said, I go to what you know. I'm not going with what I know.
0: Second one. Which sixth seed is in a greater amount of trouble, the Miami Heat or the Dallas Mavericks?
1: Same thing again. Dallas. Miami has been to the finals. They went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. and They lost in what, in Game 7? Yeah, Mm -hmm. they've been there before. I always go with what I know versus what I don't know. I don't know much about the Mavs. I mean, the Mavs made it to the Western Conference Finals last year. They did. I'll give them that. But Miami, they seem to be comfortable with coasting and then they could turn it on. Right now they're in sixth. I don't think they'll stay at six. They could finish as high as four. it could fluctuate easily. So um I'm more concerned with the Mavs more so than Miami.
0: I have a high sense of concern with the Mavs because it's all Luca. And if it's not Luca, they have literally lost every game that he hasn't played in. Mm. But again, I'm disagreeing with you. And it's because that switch, you can only turn that switch on so many times before the switch is broken. Mm-hmm. And it, that team is aging. It That doesn't really work with aging teams. Go ask LeBron a couple of times.
1: Which team, Miami? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Go ask LeBron a couple of times. It happened in Miami. It also has happened a couple of times in Cleveland. That's the reason why he doesn't have a couple of finals <laughs> added to that uh, trophy case. But, so you, I mean, who knows what's happening with Jimmy Butler? Bam is bam. But we don't know about Tyler Hero. We don't know about, I mean, Gabe Vincent was a folk hero last year. He, he's been pretty much non-existent unless he's playing the Boston Celtics. Uh, but, like, and who else? I don't really know anybody else on their team because it's just a bunch of role players that they just – they, they kind of what happened with Brooklyn last year where it's like, ah, no, 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 no. They just kick the can down the road to the playoffs. When the playoffs happen, they're like, wait, well you're supposed to do the back cut there. Why didn't you back cut? And it's like, because we haven't played, we've played 20 games together, Jimmy, what are we doing here? You need continuity as a basketball team. And you can't just keep kicking the can down the road saying, wait till the playoffs. We'll turn it on. Then we'll get healthy. Then no, you need to be healthy at some point in the year to get the gain continuity. I'm really concerned about the Miami Heat because they are a talented, talented team that could potentially. Yeah. And you know, it's crazy. I
1: think Kyle Lowry, they, 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 Kyle Lowry has been in some trade talks too, as well. So right. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Kyle Lowry has been in some trade, trade talks. And too. he was
0: supposed to be the missing piece.
1: Yeah.
0: So I, I really don't know what's going on down there in Miami. And they, again, they are talented enough to go back to the Eastern finals, but with injuries and just saying, nah, I don't know. We'll wait for the playoffs. I have first-hand experience with that. That doesn't work. Yeah, doesn't work. Yeah. Last one, and this is coming off the heels of the worst loss in the, of the season as I'm by any team, as I'm concerned. Who will be a bigger seller at the deadline, the Utah Jazz or the Phoenix Suns? Ooh, uh, it would have to
1: be Phoenix, because Utah already sold everything they had. I mean, they clearly they they got rid of Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, and I know Dave, but Phoenix, honestly, I don't know what's going on there. They like you said, they got Jay Crowder missing. DeAndre Aiden, from what I know, is you know, he they don't like him and he's not, you know, he's not really the guy that they thought he was. Well, I guess when they signed him, but he doesn't get along with some of the players, especially the coach. You've seen them have a blow up. So I think it may be time for them. And Chris Paul is another year older. Chris Paul is knocking 40, I think. He's got to be what, 37, 38? Yeah. Or thirty-eight to thirty-nine, one of them. But it's time. Yeah. I think you know they're 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 on the digression, especially a team coming off going to the finals two years ago. Yeah, that's what I would say.
0: I agree with you. I even though I think Utah, I mean, Mark, Danny Ainge wants Wemben Yama or Scoot. And if he, mm-hmm. he'll tell you anything otherwise, but you know Danny Ainge. Uh,
1: I know him believe, too well.
0: Right. Don't believe what comes out of his mouth. Believe what's been being written about him in the newspapers.
1: I know Danny Ainge way too well. Trust me. Trust me. If anyone so, needs to know who Danny is, I would, I would.
0: This The master swindler, as I call him. I don't know how he does it. If he called me, if I was an NBA GM and I saw that it was his number, I would ask him any other question about life, not basketball. There's no <laughs> way I'm trading with him. I'm asking him how his kids are. How, what, what's the best place to go on vacation? Have you had any good wines lately? Not <laughs> how's the roster? I don't – I. I Because I'm reevaluating my roster. If he calls me and asks me about somebody, I'm like, why? What do you know about him that I don't?
1: (laughs) Danny's good at what he does, man. You can't can't be mad at him. He's very good at what he does.
0: With Phoenix, I I asked this question to to Harvey last night because I was working on Grasa and ESPN New York tonight. I said, how the hell did Phoenix make the finals two years ago?
1: We all know how it's easy. There were, there were injuries. There were a lot of injuries in the Western Conference.
0: But it couldn't be this bad. Like, th- this team is awful. I know Booker's hurt. But – and I know Chris Paul is a year older. But Aiton's supposed to be the next big guy. He's supposed to be like Embiid. And he's not. Yeah, and the no. role players, Sarich, he's not a – like, the, the, the bench is – P- pretty much guys you, you'd find on the, on the side of the YMCA, you just, you know, come on and play with us. You have any, you know, basketball. I, I feel bad for Monty Williams. I do. Cause he's a good he's head a, coach. he's a good
1: coach. Yeah. I get, I get it. Yeah. Totally.
0: It, it's kind of like what happened with Spolstra for a little bit there in Miami where he was coaching his ass off, but couldn't get the results. And it's yeah, kind of yeah, what's happening no, with it. pop right now in, in San Antonio But if you're Phoenix, like, I don't know if it's everything going on with the cell of the team, if it's just Aiton being the bad guy in the locker room and everyone hates playing with him. I don't know if it's Monty Williams, his message getting old to the guys, or if it's Chris Paul. I don't know what it is, but it doesn't seem like the team that loved playing with each other, that was the best team in the league last year is like they are complete shells of the of, of the former selves so again i
1: think them making the they banked on i think the lakers were hurt that year the year they beat the lakers there was a lot of injury. i think that's the year Kawhi got hurt as well too uh there were a lot of injuries that year that i again I'm, i don't want to use the injury excuse i mean because they made it but clearly the, i think this is it for them honestly you know i think this is it you know but you never know maybe they may have a, a, a turnaround we'll see
0: I would not be surprised. I don't know who's gonna gonna get the eight in contract. It might be. A, I I wouldn't be surprised if Paul's on another team at the deadline. I wouldn't Chris be Paul really. I wouldn't be as much where, as I love well, Chris wait, Paul. The question becomes where reunion in, in New Orleans. Orleans. Say it again. A reunion in New Orleans. Uh, well, with Zion and uh, um. Ingram and McCollum, yeah.
1: Maybe I don't know. I, I I maybe it's time, like I said, it's time Chris Paul. I I, I get Chris Paul still wants to play, but maybe a lesser role that he doesn't start or he's just you know backup. Like I don't know.
0: Because they're not trading Booker. Booker is a forever son. He's going to be that cornerstone piece for that franchise. So yeah. you have to look around. Crowder's most likely gone. Ayton. I don't know who, because he just inked that new deal. I don't know who would want him for that price tag, but mm-hmm. somebody could, somebody could.
1: Yeah, they can use but like I said, from what I know, is, that I think he's just a locker room issue. That's my thing is that he doesn't get along with the guy, so where else are you going right. to put him that He can probably but get that, along the, with anybody that, else. That
0: doesn't fix overnight. You can't just go out for drinks and, and the dinner and, and, everyone singing kumbaya after that no
1: i know that i'm not that's not what i'm saying i i I understand that perspective i'm just telling you like from the insides of what i know is that he's a he's a locker room problem and he doesn't get along with people so put him in any situation like what team is going to want to take that on in a trade and understand that like when you get on trade you're basically disrupting team's chemistry and everything that goes along with it so that's all i'm saying
0: I mean, maybe a Collins for Aiton swap because John Collins has been in trade rumors for the past sixteen years. It seems like so. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: I, I don't know. We'll see. But I think yeah, that that trade deadline is going to get pretty interesting to see what team really wants to go over the hump and what moves are actually made.
0: Last quick question here because I I I've been asking everybody this question. Do you think that there's going to be something about somebody being unhappy in the next couple of days? Because we don't have a disgruntled superstar. We don't have someone who's unhappy in their situation. That hasn't no, happened. I mean, in I five mean years.
1: what player really would be unhappy in their situation? Everyone understands where they're at. I mean, the Lakers are where they're at. I think they're trying to make moves to make the play. Because they're technically still three games out. If you look at the Western Conference, they can win three, it's lose three, and it completely shifts, right?
0: Yeah, but um, you know the NBA. Someone's always unhappy, even when everything's know, going on. I great. know, but it hasn't it
1: hasn't been like where? Where? I mean, Dame is they would probably be the only one, but he's content in staying where he is. So that's not happening. So I, I don't know what to say. I, I, I honestly don't know. I mean, Maybe I
0: think it's Paul George again.
1: No, cause the Clippers are Clippers are fourth in the West and and they, they actually helped you this year. So I can't sit here and say that either.
0: I I, I don't know who, I mean, I, I thought it was going to be miles Turner and then he just signed the extension at the beginning of the week. So yeah, I, I, don't
1: I have no, yeah. Uh, I can't say there is. I honestly can't think of anyone. But if I do, you'll be the first person I call if I know because, anything.
0: Again, him. what like it just doesn't make any sense to me. But, Carl, I think that's a good place to end. I will definitely have you on as the NBA season continues to roll along here. And uh, I know you're on your office hours. So have a be easy, my brother. And uh, and I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank
1: you, man. Thanks for having me. man. Make sure you check out Hitlist content all week long on the Sports Hit List by the fans and for the fans. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. We're we're definitely trying to do a big push with that. So go out there and subscribe to it. Appreciate all the love and support.
0: Carl, Till next time, best of luck with all your classes at Iona. Go Gales. And, uh, again, I'll talk to you soon, all right? All right, man. Be well. On this side of the coin, not the fake, Jay Leo on Twitter, j.sports.blogspot.com, and of course, this podcast. If you've reached this point, please like, subscribe, share this podcast, and anybody who you seem fit. If you're new to the show, please download the show. It means more to the show than you know. Huge thanks to SeatGeek and 7-Minute Stories for sponsoring today's episode. It was fun talking basketball. Definitely going to have Carl on more as the season progresses when we get down in the nitty-gritty of the NBA season. In terms of articles... Don't really have much right now, but again, go over to jdatasports.blogspot.com. Subscribe over there and you'll get an email for whenever I drop an article. Next week in terms of the schedule, um, it's gonna be a wrapping up. We're just gonna be probably talking media stuff from media week with with Nick at some point next week. And I also wanna have, wanna talk a little baseball. I wanna talk a little baseball, maybe a little more basketball as well. So be on the lookout for that next week. But until then, Have a great weekend. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Tell someone you love them. And from the sweet words of Semisonic, it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Peace.